You're listening to Radio Maria, and this is Father Toby with your word for today. And uh, we begin our reflection today by reading from today's gospel, which is taken from the gospel of St. Matthew. Addressing the people and his disciples, Jesus said, The scribes and the Pharisees occupy the chair of Moses. You must therefore do what they tell you and listen to what they say, but do not be guided by what they do since they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy burdens and lay them on men's shoulders. But will they lift a finger to move them? Not they. Everything they do is done to attract attention, like wearing broader phylacteries and longer tassels, like wanting to take the place of honour at banquets and the front seats in the synagogues, being greeted obsequiously in the market squares and having people call them rabbi. You, however, must not allow yourselves to be called rabbi, since you have only one master, and you are all brothers. You must call no one on earth your father, since you have only one father, and he is in heaven. Nor must you allow yourselves to be called teachers, for you have only one teacher, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Anyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and anyone who humbles himself Will be exalted. Today is the sort of gospel that makes you think, perhaps better not to open my mouth at all. People call me father, and I don't practice all that I preach. Perhaps I should just cut straight to the music. So here's Stay Gentle by Brandy Carlyle. Okay, not just yet. Much as I'm conscious of not practicing what I preach and being accused of hypocrisy, and much as I'm not actually even going to get into the argument about whether Catholics are disobeying Jesus by calling their priests father, although to those who think this is a slam-dunk argument against the Catholic priesthood without further reflection, I just ask them, what do you call your own dad? But much as I don't want to do any of these things, I also don't want to be called lazy, so I am going to say a little something on this passage. And the first point I want to make is that there is a big difference, I think, between being a hypocrite and falling short of the standards you set. The problem is when you expect higher standards of others, then you're prepared to even try and keep yourself. Or when you deliberately cultivate an image that is at odds with the reality of who you are. And that's not a sentence you can write now without thinking not just of priests and their outfits, but also of social media. Perhaps those who spend lots of time on social media have just as much cause for fear from this passage as I do a fallen preacher. The question this passage really puts to me, though, when I read it is, do I feel compassion for those who who hear some aspect of the church's teaching from my lips and find it hard to receive? Do I desire to help them live out the goodness of this teaching? Do I want them to be set free by this teaching or to be burdened? Do I judge them or do I leave the judgment to Jesus and I just desire to set them free? As Jesus makes so clear, the mercy we show our neighbour will be the mercy shown us by God. There's something about loving the other that actually opens me up to the reception of love. There's something about the refusal to grant mercy that simultaneously shuts myself off from receiving mercy. 
Mercy and love, Christ shows us, can never be a one-way street. But the desire to set the downtrodden free, the desire to free the sinner, this cannot be allowed to develop into the idea that I can somehow set a person free from truth, because it is the truth that sets us free. Pretending sin is not sin is an understandable temptation, but it does nobody any favours. The point is this. The church can be truthful without being merciful, but she can't be merciful without being truthful. This is a point uh, a favourite archbishop of mine, Archbishop Charles Chaput, uh, puts beautifully when he says that what God asks from every Christian all the time is to speak the truth with patience, humility and love. Those aspects should always be there in any utterance of truth, particularly hard ones, because truth without compassion wounds and repels. But mercy without truth is a comfortable form of lying. The song I've chosen to finish with today, um, Brandy Carlyle's Stay Gentle, um, is a beautiful song which was uh, once recommended to me after another reflection by a friend. And I think that the lyrics are so beautiful and also a challenge in a world where there's so much anger, so much judgment of the others, so much chastisement to to be a gentle presence in the in the world. That doesn't mean to be a shrinking wild shrinking violet, that's the one. It doesn't mean to be a shrinking violet, but it does mean to 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 have a different way of being to that which characterizes the dealings of so many people. I think it has something of uh, um, a blessed Julian of Norwich, who we spoke about in uh, the book, The Love That Is God by Deacon Frederick Christian Bowersmith, where he spoke about her observations about kindness, how important it is to be kind, but also that in order to be kind to someone or to something, we need to know what kind of thing it is. We need to know what its ultimate happiness consists in, what its end is. And only when we know this can we truly be kind to the person. Only when we realize the person is made for God and for heaven can we truly be kind by helping to leave them, by helping to lead them there with truth, mercy, justice and compassion. So here's Brandy Carlisle with Stay Gentle. callous be ready to laugh no one's forgotten about us there is light on your path stay gentle keep the eyes of a child and wear your heart on your sleeve know to find joy 
in the darkness is wise although they will think you are naive don't let them lower your shoulders love them more while they try grow younger while you're growing older be amazed by the sky Oh, gentle, unbreakable.